positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia, are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where we share with you each week some of the amazing positive business stories happening in the great state of West Virginia. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the mountain state with these stories. This week, we're going to learn about River Riders, a successful West Virginia tourism and entertainment company, and their CEO, Matthew Knott. Matt, are you ready to get down to business? I'm ready to get down to business. Let's roll. All right, man. I'm so glad you're on our show to talk about your company. I appreciate the invite. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yeah. Matthew Knott is president and CEO of River Riders Family Adventure Resort. River Riders is a multifaceted entertainment operation located in Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. That's, of course, in Jefferson County. River Riders is a licensed whitewater rafting outfitter. They offer a wide range of outdoor activities, including whitewater rafting, tubing, kayaking, canoeing, and biking. They also own and operate a licensed canopy zipline tour and aerial adventure park in the state. Their outdoor adventure summer camp provides adventure activities and growth opportunities for kids and a corporate team building operation. Last year, 2017, Matthew was also the West Virginia Small Business Owner of the Year for the SBA. Matt, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Well, Jim, I started in the adventure industry uh, as an early 20-year-old when I um, was going to college. Uh, I had a lot of friends that were raft guides, and so I decided to uh, give it a chance. The very first time I went rafting, I loved it. I knew it's something I wanted to do. It was the first job I had that I really liked going to work every day. And uh, so once I got the bug, I (laughs) stayed with it ever since. Um, After I graduated from college, uh, my wife and I bought a small outfitter, um, River Riders at the time. I had about 10 employees and uh, took about 4,000 people a year rafting and, um, we grew it a little bit at a time over a lot of years and had a lot of activities and, um, lodging. We own a full service hotel now as well as part of the business and, um, definitely didn't happen overnight. A little bit at, a little bit at a time with, uh, working with a lot of other good people. That's excellent. Thank you for, for, for that background as well. So, so here you are, you, you, you get this job, you really love it, you fall in love with rafting and, and you, you dive head, head first into this company. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what you guys do, and where, where, what the core of your business is today. I mean, obviously you're in a, a very, very lucrative um, area. First of all, over there in Jefferson County, you got a great environment and you're in one of the best industries in West Virginia, which is tourism, right? So tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, what your business model looks like. Well, our, I mean, on a daily basis, uh, when, when you get down to it, our goal is to um, have the guests have a remarkable experience. Um, you know, we found that if they have a great time, they tell their friends about it and they're much more likely to come back. So we never take anyone for granted. 
Um, we work hard every day to make sure um, each person that visits us is recognized individually and uh, that they have a great experience on their trip. Um, outside of that, we, we try to listen to what they tell us. Um, the, you know, the, the clients will tell you what they want, what they need. Um, and so when they make suggestions, oh, we'd like to see, you know, a zip line or we'd like to see more food options or, you know, it'd be nice if we could stay here. You know, we try to add that stuff as we have gone along. So your takeaway from there, my takeaway anyway, is listen to your customers, one, but more importantly, do something about it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, none of the ideas of, of things that we've added at River Riders have come from me. Um, they're all things that other people have suggested or, um, you know, we've seen along the way or um, I've been to a lot of other outfitters to see what they're doing. Um, we attend lots of conferences. We go to an amusement park conference. That was actually a big um, change for us was seeing ourselves as an amusement business versus just a whitewater rafting business. And um, once you start looking at yourself differently, it opens up a lot of new avenues of, um, you know, sharing the outdoors with people. The thing people really like being in the outdoors, sometimes they're just a little nervous about doing it on their own. So, you know, if they can find somebody that can help them experience it, a lot of times they can get a little bit outside of their comfort zone and, and um, really have a great experience. Matt, what would you say is the one thing that you're most excited about for river riders right now? Well, we, we acquired the um, Clarion Inn um, next door in 2015. Um, we have about 60 acres where our facility is, and we always wanted to have more lodging options. We've had, uh, we, we've had several vacation rental homes, and we also have a campground and some cabins, but they were pretty well at capacity most of the summer, so it ended up being a very small part of our actual visitors were, were able to to stay the night with us. And now we've added a hundred room hotel with food service, meeting space. The last couple of years, our, our focus has been on giving the guests a more uh, all-inclusive experience. So they can come, they can go rafting, but, but we have a, a tavern. They can get something to eat. If they come with a group, they can do a meeting. Um, if it's, uh, if it's kids, we have a, a swimming pool, um, so we, we're, we're trying to make the, all, the whole um, family vacation experience um, or group outing um, all-inclusive. And the thing is, while it seems like, yeah, we're, we're getting to spend more time on our property, if they stay a couple of days, they'll also visit the other businesses in the area. Um, you know, they're not going to eat with us every meal. They're going to want to go out and explore the national park here or the town of Harpers Ferry. So, so it benefits everybody. Um, and we found that when the when a guest stays and does more than one experience with us, um, even though the satisfaction rate is, is pretty high when they just do one experience, if they do two or more, it's almost always 100% satisfaction rate. So um, we really found that when the guest comes here and actually slows down for a minute, takes the time to immerse themselves in Harpers Ferry um, and the kind of slower pace of life, they, um, they tend to have an exceptional experience while they're here. Well, recognizing that uh, that situation is very impressive. Well done, uh, Matt. So, when did you when did you first get into River Riders? Then, what was the year? Uh, Nineteen ninety four. 
1994. So you've been doing this a while, and I'm sure you've had, just like any other company, you've had ups and downs. But oftentimes <laughs> I like to ask this question, and that is, you know, take us to take us to that worst business moment you've had, that worst, you know, entrepreneurial moment that you've had. And just, you know, oftentimes it's so cool to hear that from somebody who's successful and say, how did you respond to that worst moment? So take us back to that, that moment. Well, um, hmm. I mean, I would, I would say it, it wasn't necessarily specifically a business moment, but the worst moment I had was um, we had a, a person die on one of our raft trips many years ago. Um, it was, it was an accident. Uh, and the person had some health concerns. Um, so don't, think it was our fault that it happened but but I was on the trip that day um and so I witnessed everything firsthand um and then afterwards I witnessed um you know how how it affected their family um and the other people on the trip and um just how you know something like that occurring um has such a a broad reaching effect outside of just um you know, the person that, that it happened to, uh, how it affected the rest of our staff that were involved that day. Um, you know, and I, I mean, how did I react? I just, I tried to be, um, the best leader I could at the time. I tried to, um, be available to their family, um, you know, for anything they needed or wanted from us. Um, you know, and I tried not to hide from the situation, but to, um, you know, just be supportive to other people that were involved and, you know, try to help everyone get through it as best we could. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Matt, what was your, you know, what was your big takeaway from that, that experience? I mean, obviously you learned a lot about yourself. Uh, tell us uh, what you learned there. What was that big takeaway from that? Um, there were quite a few, I'd say, but um, I think I changed some, to some extent, my um, perception of how, um, when you're working with the public, sometimes you, you, people are relying on you to make a decision for them instead of allowing them to make their own decision. Um, so I think it's caused me to be, uh, I'll say more conservative. Like if I suggest to someone, Hey, this might not be the best activity for you. It might be better for you to do X, whatever it is. And, you know, historically, if I said that to someone and they were like, oh, no, I'm fine. I, yeah, I'm happy. No, I'm good. I would just be like, okay. You know, I, I told you, but you said you wanted to do it. You're an adult. You made a decision. And now I'd say I'm more um, conservative where if I say that to someone and they still want to do it anyway, because a lot of times that's what we're, we're facilitating people. You know, our, our goal is not to tell them what activity they should do. Our goal is to they come tell us what they want to do and we try to make it happen for them. Um, so, you know, I've kind of changed the more, sometimes I'll tell them a second time or be more firm in my, um, you know, feelings about something. Whereas before I would just be like, okay, I told you and you said you wanted to do it. So, you know, and, and the stuff that we're doing here is not, uh, we're, we're doing all family level, intermediate level activities. We're not doing advanced anything we're doing. So, um, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a powerful lesson. Absolutely. That, that, 
very cool um, to be able to take a, you know tragic situation and really make something positive and definitely sounds like you you learned a lot from that that experience so thank you for sharing that with us I, I do appreciate that Matt I mean obviously you're like I said you're in a you're in a great area there um, in the Harpers Ferry area and and you know what you're doing is it sounds like a lot of fun and everything what what would you say is the best thing about being in in business in the state of West Virginia? Well, I think um, we, we have a, a really unique um, state in that, um, there, you know, pe- a lot of times I think people don't see a lot of opportunity here. Um, and I think if it was in another state, it would just kind of be another business, not nothing special about it. And I feel like I, I do get a lot of support. I mean, it took a long time. I would say the first 10 years we were in business, we were pretty well kind of, I would say under the radar, like nobody really paid attention to us, said anything one way or the other. You know, we just kind of went along. Um, as we got bigger, we got more attention. Um, and, you know, both things that I'm happy we get attention for and things that I'm not, but, uh, just because um, cause you get both the positive attention, but then you also get more scrutiny. Um, and I think, you know, being in West Virginia, I, I have gotten a lot of um, um, support from the government. I mean, I've, I've met most of the recent governors. Not, I, I'm not friends with them necessarily, but I've met them. You know, you're able to, to get, you know, I, I, I'm on the tourism commission. I, I've served on the Whitewater Commission before. So I think you're, with the size of the state, if you, you know, you're able to have some influence on um, how things operate and, and to some extent make sure your voice gets heard. And when you have concerns, it's not so big that you can't, you know, you can't ever get anywhere with anything. Um, so I think there are some benefits to having, you know, a smaller size state where, it isn't quite as impersonal and, uh, and you are able to get some assistance or people to hear you, uh, if you have an issue. Now it definitely wasn't like that at the beginning. I mean, I put in a lot of years before any of that happened, but, um, you know, it's, uh, I, I sometimes feel like if there is an issue that I have that I continuously have, there is, I, I know that there's something I can do about it. And a prime example is not, not, I'm not attributing this to myself, but, but uh, last year with the um, resort liquor license that got passed, I mean, the, the West Virginia liquor laws were, I mean, in my opinion, very antiquated. And basically the way it affected us, we wanted to do outside seating at our restaurant. And, uh, you know, people don't even think twice about it. You can go all kinds of places and sit outside and have a drink. Well, in West Virginia, you, you're not allowed to, someone outside the seating area is not allowed to see an alcoholic drink in your hand. So technically you're supposed to have a, a like stockade sensor offense you can't see through. So I said, well, who, nobody wants to sit, you know, in that kind of um, setting, you know, if they're sitting outside to have a drink, they want to be able to see, I mean, it's beautiful. They want to see what's around them. Um, well, with the passing of the resort liquor license um, bill that passed, it became law in July of 17. Now you can have a drink and you can walk around. You don't have to have any fence at all. Um, you know, and, and not, we're not trying to turn this into a club or something, but you know, it's a, it's a resort environment. It's just like you go to the beach 
you know, if you're at a resort hotel at the beach, you'd like to be able to sit by the pool and have a drink. Well, in West Virginia, that wasn't, that wasn't technically legal in most situations. So, um, you know, that's a prime example of being in a state where you can actually influence, you know, some, yeah, make a difference. Yes. Make a difference. Yeah. Make a difference. And that's what you're doing. And that's uh, your commend to be commended for that. Matthew, what would you say is your, has been your best business moment? We talked about the worst moment a few minutes ago. What would you say is your best business moment? Let's celebrate that story with you. Um, I've, I've really had lots of them, so I don't know, I don't know that there's any one. Um, well, well, let's talk a little bit, if you don't mind, t- talk a little bit about the uh, West Virginia Small Business Owner of the Year for the SBA last year. Tell us a little bit about how that came about. Well, uh, when we originally when we bought the the hotel as part of the river as part of River Riders, we were almost doubling the size of our operation. Um, also the hotel was in, uh, it was either in bankruptcy or foreclosure. I forget which one at the time that we were buying it. And so everyone was very skeptical when we were looking for money, um, to help with financing. And, um, so I, I can't remember how originally I got turned on to the SBA, but someone referred me to the SBA and I started working with, uh, Mary hot, who's the uh, local business coach. Um, well, she helped me write a business plan, um, for why it made financial sense for us to acquire the hotel, why it was a good move for river riders. And in the end, we were able to obtain the financing to buy the hotel. It took, it took over a year, I think, but it, it was quite an undertaking. But, uh, when we, um, after we acquired the hotel, Mary and I continued, um, our working relationship, um, we were also working on some other expansions at River Riders, and she was helping me with, uh, you know, writing writing business plans and you know, trying to deci- make decisions about what was a good financial um, decision to make and what wasn't. Uh, and as part of that, she ended up submitting my name um, as she nominated me for the Small Business Person of the Year award. Um, and I think actually she submitted my name twice. The first time she submitted, I wasn't chosen, but the second time, um, I was chosen and, um, you know, it's, it doesn't really change what I'm doing every day. It's the same thing, but it was, it was, um, really an honor to be recognized. Um, and, um, they, they had a nice ceremony in, um, in Fairmont that we went to. And then I also went to the, um, the national small business person of the year um, ceremony where um, a business from Hawaii was selected as the, um, well, the owner of the business of Hawaii was selected as small business person of the year. Um, but it was a, it was a really beautiful event in Washington, DC. And yeah, it was quite, it was, uh, it was quite an honor to get, um, to get, you know, rec- a little bit of recognition for all the years of hard work. Absolutely. Very cool. And thanks for sharing that, uh, that awesome moment with us. All right, let's take a second to mention our, inc- mention our incredible sponsors. The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happen throughout the great state of West Virginia. All right, Matt, let's get back to it. What is the long-term vision for your company, River Riders? Well, you know, the, the main thing that I, that I try to keep in mind with, um, 
with every decision that we make is that I don't want the guest experience to suffer. Um, I, you know, personally I do, um, okay. Financially, I don't really necessarily need to grow the business anymore. Um, it's just not really my personality to just sit and let it be. So I'm always looking for new stuff to do. It's just kind of, I can't help it. My wife always <laughs> kind of drives me crazy because like, I come home with a new idea once a week. Oh, we should do this. We should try this. And she's kind of the voice of reason for me. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm always looking for what is going to add to the overall experience. Um, you know, is, is doing this going to be a benefit for the guest? And, uh, you know, I'm always looking at the long term. I'm not necessarily worried about, um, always the short term financial implications of the decisions we make. I'm more thinking about, you know, the way I think about it is if it's a good experience for the guests, it long term it'll it'll work out financially. Um, you know, so I try to I try to just do things that I think the guests are gonna want. And literally all we do is we just we survey everybody that comes here. I mean a lot of businesses do it now, but we've been surveying people for probably fifteen years. Um and we ask them what they liked, what they didn't like, and what they want to see. And, um, you know, if, if we hear it over and over and over, oh, we want this, we want this, we want this, then we, you know, get together and talk with our management team and see if they think it's a good idea. We do some research and then we put some financials together and, and uh, you know, we just always want to do something to add to the experience. Absolutely. Matt, what's one piece of advice you would give to uh, maybe some young people, think people that have an idea, they want to get into business here in, in West Virginia? What's one piece of advice you would give to them? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is persistence. Um, I I have a really hard time taking no for an answer. Um, and I find that a lot of times when you start asking people for something that doesn't exist or, or is on the edge of the norm, the first thing most people are inclined to say is no, not going to work. Doesn't make sense. It'll never happen. You know, you can't do that here. I mean, I've heard, I mean, I, I basically go into a situation with something new expecting that the first answer I'm going to get is no. And, um, and I, I mean, maybe it's because, uh, just some of the jobs I had early on <laughs> back when telemarketing was still legal. I, uh, I guess, well, actually people call me on my cell phone now, but I used to, I had a telemarketing job for a little bit. I did, uh, for about a year, I did door to door sales. Um, I actually worked for state farm for insurance company. Um, I mean, I was used to people telling me no. And so I learned to not take it personal and, you know, just kind of see that as well. That's it's no for now, it's no for now, but we'll see long-term. And so, so I'm very persistent. If someone tells me something, yes. I love it. Persistence. That's awesome. Matt, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? I try to find balance. Uh, I, I try to make sure I don't um, lose sight of the other things 
that's important, like my family. Um, I personally like going out, doing outdoor stuff. So, I mean, I work a lot of hours, don't get me wrong, but I always, you know, even my, my youngest is 14 now, but, um, you know, I, I try to make it to all of their sporting events, their band concerts, um, you know, their events at school, um, you know, whatever it is, I try to make it, I make time to take, um, you know, family vacation here and there. Um, um, I try to get home in the evening. Sometimes I'll go home and, and hang out with the family and eat dinner and, and those kind of things. And then afterwards I'll start working again on my computer later at night. Um, but I always try to have balance every day and I know I'm not going to get everything done that I, that I wanted to get done. But at some point, um, you know, uh, it'll, you'll get it done. You just have to prioritize your day every day. So, so I'm not, you know, I mean, I have very, I have a lot of stress. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility. We have about 250 employees. Um, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. Uh, and it's also a lot of responsibility just to be, you know, responsible for that many people's livelihoods. Uh, but, uh, I, uh, yeah, I try not to forget why, why I'm doing all this. And it's the regular reasons because I like going rafting. So, um, you know, I'm not as big, uh, of a, like I don't need to do any really difficult whitewater anymore. Those days are kind of past me, but, but I love like, uh, two summers ago, we did a week long, uh, wilderness river trip on the middle fork of the salmon in Idaho. And we rode a hundred miles in the back country, no electric, anything for an entire seven days straight. Um, so I try not to, you know, lose sight of why we're doing all this. And it's definitely not, it's not because of money. I mean, you gotta make a living. You gotta be able to feed your family. But, um, and that, you know, that's great. Yep. Balance. I love it. Matt, what's one resource that you use in your business that you just can't live without? I mean, I try to rely on other professionals. Uh, I have a lot of resources now. I mean, originally my wife and I basically did everything ourselves other than, you know, the actual raft trips. And we had some people help us answer the phone, a couple people to help us drive. And we did all the financials, all the marketing, um, you know, anything business related, we basically did ourselves for, for many years. And that's really how you have to do it. I see people, one of the mistakes that see people make when they go into business is they want to like pay someone else to do this and pay someone to do that and buy a new car and, and all this and that. I mean, I, I probably didn't buy a new car. I still have bought very few, but I probably didn't buy a new car until maybe 10 years. I mean, when I, when we first owned River Riders, we were driving like a, at least a 10 year old car. We lived in an apartment. I mean, you know, the first house I bought, I think we paid $50,000 for, um, something like that. So, I mean, you know, you have to keep everything in perspective. Um, and, um, you know, not go overboard as I've, as I've gotten farther along in my career, um, you know, I've learned to rely on other professionals. So, you know, we have a marketing firm helps us marketing. We have an accounting firm. We have a, we actually United bank. One of your sponsors has been our primary banking for many, many years. And, um, you know, I, um, work with them whenever I have a question about whether something's a good idea financially. So, you know, I, I 
we have a great management team that, you know, my, my personality is not, um, you know, I'm, I'm more into coming up with the idea or um, developing the ideas and making them into reality than, you know, daily operations kind of thing. So we have a great management team that takes care of the daily operations. And That's great leadership right there. Great, great example for us all. Matt, what's one book that you would recommend for aspiring business people and young entrepreneurs? It's another great question. Uh, man, I read a lot of books. Um, <laughs> and I've read a lot of good business books too over the years. Um, wow. Um, I mean, good to great. Yep. Seven Stephen habits Covey's. of highly special people. Stephen Covey. Yes. Oh, um, two great ones. Thank you. Yep. You got another one? Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. I tons. <laughs> I mean, I read a lot. I, I, you know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel and I feel like a lot of people have other great ideas and there's no, you know, take the ideas from people who have been successful. Um, and you know, just try to tweak them to work for your business, um, or your setting. Um, I mean, right now I'm reading the signal and the noise, which is a statistics book. Oh, Moneyball. I read Moneyball recently. That's a great book. Um, yeah. Um. <laughs> it's a great book. Excellent. Well, the, the point is here is that, you know, every person that I talk to, and this has been throughout my career, every, every successful business person I've ever talked with, one of the underlying themes is that they are readers. They're educating themselves. And like you said, there's no sense in trying to reinvent the wheel. There's lots of great ideas, and you can just sometimes pick those nuggets up. And you never know where one one sentence could change everything, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of quotes. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ex exactly. Mm -hmm. Matt, um, you know, in, in closing, you know, how can – this has been great, first of all. I appreciate you being on the show. I think you've answered some great questions and given, given us some real inspirational thoughts. Uh, things to think about what you're doing there in, in Harper's Ferry with, with River Riders. Um, how can our listeners uh, reach out and, and contact you guys? You have a website, you're on social media. Kind of uh, tell us what that is, and we'll put links to all this in the show notes. Okay. Uh, yes, we have all of that. <laughs> um, yeah, so our website is uh, riverriders.com. Uh, the primary social media channels we use are um, Facebook and Instagram, and you can find us under River Riders. Um, um, yeah, you can also um, feel free to email us, uh, call our office, 800-326-7238. Um, um, send us a message on Facebook. And for those listening in West Virginia, stay in West Virginia. Do a staycation. Head over to, to River Riders this summer and this spring. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things, all across the Mountain State, just like Matthew Knott and River Riders. Our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach everybody out there by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know 
would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. We appreciate um, all the positive comments and encouragement you've been giving us, too. This has been a, a great journey so far. Of course, we encourage you to share these stories, too, on your social media channels, whatever you're using. Um, and so on behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.